Welcome back! Ed, man, you feeling better? Oh, I had to turn my mic on. Yeah, I'm good. How about you? I mean, I didn't have the flu last week. I didn't have the flu either. You sure about that? I'm pretty sure. What did you have? Um, It's that 24-hour bug, man. Huh. You know how it is. Nope. No? Nope. You don't know how that is? Sure don't. It's a 24-hour bug. Gross. But you had it twice. Yeah, it wasn't good. No, no. I think the second time was that French bread pizza I ate. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, French bread pizza was not not very good. So, before we get into the show, don't forget you can check us out at Facebook, uh, pardon the punctuation, on Twitter, at PTP Podcast Cincy. That's what Cincy with a Y. On Instagram, pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Give us a call, 513-818-2077. Even if the lines aren't open while we record live, you can still leave a message with your questions, comments, feedback, or hot takes. We'll play it on the air. We'll answer your questions. Uh, Don't forget to check out our website, www.pardonthepunctuation.com. WIX.com forward slash blog. Send us in your submissions for whatever you want to talk about. Chances are we'll put it on our website. Uh, you can send those submissions to pardon the punctuation at gmail.com. Also, we are on YouTube. You can listen to the entire live recording of the mess that we make. It's the it's the aftermath. On YouTube, pardon the punctuation. Did you check out the Super Bowl? Yeah, of course. Who who didn't check out the most boring game of the year? Do you have questions on the Super Bowl later? Uh, just halftime. All right. Well, I just... So, what was your initial reaction to the Super Bowl? That this is boring. So, I was of a different mindset on that. Okay, what was your mindset? I thought it was a defensive struggle. A defensive battle, yeah. Defensive I mean, battle. Nobody likes to see punt, 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 punt. Like, LA literally couldn't get a first down. It was pretty bad. It was it was horrible. But yeah, I mean, it. I don't know. I didn't think it was a terrible game. It. I think it showed that, and nobody's gonna like this take. But hot take. Hot take. Tom Brady was not the goat in that game. He literally looked old. Julian yeah. Edelman bailed him out. Oh, no, he was not good in that game. Not even a little bit. He was horrible. Um, but on the other side, the L.A. offense was horrible. I heard, I heard somebody on... Jared Goff. I heard somebody on this week. I want to say it was somebody on Levitard. I'm not sure. Um, but they said that they thought that... Uh, Bill Belichick should have gotten the MVP. And Wait a minute, what? Yeah. How, how does that work? Um, because he was the most valuable person on the field. Um, no. He set up a defense that the number two offense in the NFL couldn't beat at all. I don't know. Just some food for thought. It's good food for thought, but I don't like it. Sean McVay, just, just, just looked, he looked humbled. Well, I mean... None of them are prepared. I mean, how prepared are you going to be against Tom Brady? And They said it was the a defense they had never seen before. Like, in all the tape that they looked at from this season, all of that defense was defense that they had not seen. Stop. In, all right. I'm just telling you what the people, the, just telling you what the people said. I don't know. 
I, I don't do with that what you will. Yeah, I don't see how that works. Speaking of the LA Rams, let's move into our Cincinnati Bengals. Can't lose. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Let's hear it, gentlemen. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Let's go play some football. Let's go. There's not a single person in this room that's ever going to be the same. I can't get enough of the Friday Night Light quotes this season. I keep trying to go on YouTube to find more. Yeah. And, like, there's nothing clear out there. It's all, like, clear eyes. Uh, I mean, no, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you just hit me with that. Bazinga. <laughs> Sorry. Um, there's nothing, like... like audio clear out there that I'm trying to find. Alright. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So, with that said, Zach Taylor is officially the 10th coach for your Cincinnati Bengals. Are that's you excited right. about this guy? What do you? I mean, I know we kind of talked about it a little bit last week. It was still a hypothetical. He could have changed his mind. Um, there was a lot of what-ifs, but he's official on ink. What are your thoughts on Zach Taylor? I'm excited. Based upon? I mean, just based on upon where we have a new coach, first time in since two thousand two. So that was one of the things from Doc in his morning line today, I believe it was, where he said the best thing about Zach Taylor is he's, he's not, not Marvin, Marvin Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. yeah, he's he. That's that's the best thing about the whole thing, I think. Um, but you know, it's uh, it's going to be a change. Um, he said he's already watched all of uh, Andy Dalton's tape from. Um, TCU. TCU. Like, yeah. Do you know why? Because he was at Texas A&M and had to prep for Andy Dalton. Oh, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, does he still remember it, though? It's been a few years in the league. I mean, so. I'm, I'm sure he doesn't necessarily remember it, but I don't know. I mean, he's at least watched plenty of tape on the guy. That's true. He kind of knows what his skill sets are. That's true. But do you remember tape that you watched seven years ago? Absolutely. Probably not. I don't know if you know what you watched last week. Um, oh, I did. I, I watched uh, this Netflix show uh, called Sloppy's World. What? Sloppy's World? Sloppy's World. I don't even... Dude, I don't it's know. about this guy in... It sounds um, wildly inappropriate. No, it's okay. It, it, trust me, it is. Uh, it's about this guy in Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. And he goes around and sells vintage 90s memorabilia. So, like, he's selling some, like, bootleg Gucci and Louis Vuitton and, like, Apparently, champion jerseys are huge again. I really Check it love, out on Netflix. I really love that your ADD is in full gear tonight. Oh, and I think it's going to make everything super interesting. Especially now that I have this. Um, what, your soundboard? Yes. All right. So, um, some other things in place. Um, we still, uh, by all indications, are going to be getting Brian Callahan, uh, Bill Callahan's son, as the uh, quarterback coach to the Bengals. Um, uh, it's still the rumor. Uh, coming from Oakland, um, actually, I don't know. He's going to be the uh, – going from quarterback coach, I'm sorry, to the offensive coordinator. Um, we know that Jack Del Rio is out, not apparently a good fit here in Cincinnati. That's uh, good to see a dude. As defensive coordinator. Uh, Boomer Siason has been lobbying publicly for John Fox, which I'm wildly intrigued with. But um, Boomer? Yeah. Um, he right. hates us. An- okay. Uh, maybe he hated Marvin. Did That's, you consider that? That. 
Hot take. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, another name out there that I don't believe is signed with anybody, and nobody's talking about him, but Rex Ryan, he's still out there. No. If you're looking for a guy who knows how to run a defense, do you remember the defenses of Rex Ryan under like in Baltimore? If I'm looking for a guy who knows a lot about feet, then yeah, we can he pick up Rex Ryan. He some things about feet. And I'm, um, I'm not about that. Some other things that we know that are in place, though, because I'm not a big Dom Capers fan. I know that that's, there's a lot of talk about him. Although I did hear some people speculating that if push comes to shove, uh, I believe it was uh, the Bengals Beat Podcast talking about this. Uh, if push comes to shove, maybe we bring Marvin back as defensive coordinator. <laughs> I don't want that. Um... Oh, that's like the Friends laugh soundtrack. That's cute. I um, thought it was crickets. I thought I was stuck on crickets. <laughs> it wasn't crickets. It worked for, yeah, for it what does. it's worth. Um, Jim Turner is rumored to be the new offensive line coach. He was with Coach Taylor at Texas A&M, at Miami when he was with the Dolphins, at UC. He's currently the offensive line coach for Texas A&M. And I believe Jimbo Fisher has said publicly that uh, Jim Turner's gone, so he's going to be coming here. Um, if you remember the Richie Incognito situation oh, down in Miami, um, Jim Turner was the offensive line coach during that fiasco. Although That's I don't not know good, the, though. That's not good. I mean, you can't judge a coach based upon Richie Incognito being a racist. Or a, I don't even know that it was was – was he making racist comments or was he making – He was making all kinds of things that I don't – Sexual comments. Yeah, I, it was. I'm not well versed enough to really speak on what kind of comments this dude was making. Me but either. regardless, it was inappropriate. Um, but I don't know that you can put that on the coach unless he knew about it and was okay with it. Regardless, um, the one thing that you can ding him on is when he was at Texas A&M. Apparently, there was like a women's situation um, where, where they were coming in and like hosting a women's event at Texas A&M and he had an, like an inappropriate video and a presentation or something. What does that mean? I don't know. They didn't have many details on it. They just pinpointed it in the article I was reading and said that it was just another situation that he was involved in. So maybe he needs to be brushed up a little bit on what's politically correct. Um, outside of that, obviously Taylor trusts him if he's been with him at that many stops. But He was just out there. I think I'm okay. <sighs> Hanging with my gal. I don't even know what that was. That was supposed to be Eric Taylor. It didn't work again. I'm sorry. Um, James Casey is rumored to be our new tight end coach. Again, not official. Uh, he was a tight end with the Houston Texans from 2009-2012, with the Philadelphia Eagles from 2013-2014, to with the Denver Broncos in 2015. Um, those are the rumors. We do know, as we talked about last week, Darren Simmons is still going to be our special teams coach, along with... Uh, Kerry Combs' son, uh, Braylon Combs. Oh, yeah. Um, he's still there as a special teams assistant. That's good. Um, Alex Van Pelt is still our quarterback's coach. Robert Livingston and uh, Durante Jones are still here as our secondary coaches. Bob Bicknell is still here as our wide receivers coach. Um, so we still have, uh, until it's officially announced, offensive line, defensive line, uh, tight end, linebacker, um, running back, so he's still got some, some spots. Defensive coordinator. Um, on a lighter note, though, A.J. Green is out of his walking boot. That's what we need. Um, 
AJ out of that walking boot. AJ said he uh, AJ's already gone on record saying that he's excited about the new offense that Coach Taylor is going to be in. Um, also, it's been announced by Coach Taylor that he's going to be calling the offensive plays as the head coach. What do you think about that? Say that one more time. He's going to be calling the plays as the head coach, the offensive plays. AJ will be? No, Coach Taylor. Oh, well, that makes sense. Normally, the head coach isn't calling the, the plays. I know, but not, not every, well. I take the back. Not every coach is calling. I would plays. say not, not in not Marvin doesn't. Well, I just hope that he's able to game manage, yes. and call plays simultaneously. Well, you know, I figured that he's going to be more involved in the game if he's actually calling the plays, though. So maybe he's more cognizant of the fact that you know timeouts, clock management, yeah. those kinds of things. And if it if it if all goes wrong, we can always bring Hugh back. You know, no, get the assistant. Out of here. The assistant. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. So it's a hard no, hard no, hard no. All right. I thought you were gonna play a sound clip there, but you no, didn't. I got I got nothing for that. Just a, just did. a hard no. <laughs> the one from the office. No, no. <laughs> don't you don't have to play it now. No, sorry. The, the moment's already. Ready. No. All right. UC basketball. I wish it was on there. Unless you had anything else about the uh, the Bengals here. No, I don't have anything else in the Bengals. UC basketball. I, why don't we have a sound clip for UC basketball yet? The, well, I mean, I feel like usually you play something Dan Horde. But Dan you're Horde hasn't posted. Your new, you're too busy with no, your new soundboard. I looked. You found that you're Dan Horde slacking. hasn't posted anything in a long time. Ugh. So, UC basketball. Um, we're currently ranked. We are number 25 in the AP. We are number twenty-three in the coaches' poll. We are currently nineteen and three overall, eight and one in the conference, uh, tied for first place with Houston. I don't like Houston. Did you get a chance to watch any of the games since our last show? Um, I so, watched the last five minutes of Saturday night. I was going to say we beat Tulsa eighty-eight sixty-four. Right. We beat Temple seventy-two to sixty-eight. Yep, saw that one. And we beat SMU seventy-three sixty-eight. My takeaway from those games are that Jaron Cumberland has finally stepped into the role. Yes, absolutely. And I've and, seen yeah. I've seen a lot of talk that we are too reliant on his offense. We're too reliant on the three, but go ahead. I, I actually agree with that, and I disagree with the fact that we're too reliant on his offense because I think that if you watch a game, like actually instead of looking at the stats, right. Jaron's not forcing anything. No. I don't think. No, 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 he's not. And that's what I would be scared of. I'd be afraid of him Correct. forcing things and, and it's not Correct. he's not doing it. He's he's kicking it out if he needs to. Yes. So cuz you know, I mean, and he's his playing both year, ways. that freight train into the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, exactly. He's playing both ways. Yeah, he was playing a lot of ISO freshman year and even even last year towards the end of the season when he started to get the ball a little bit more because for whatever reason, um, Jacob Evans didn't want to shoot the ball. Um, Gary, yeah, you know Gary was always quick to pass if there was somebody else more open than he was, you know, posting somebody up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't feel like he's taking over like Kobe, like where he's no. shooting the ball, shooting the ball, shooting the ball, whether he's hot or cold. Right, he's not afraid to kick the ball out. Half the time he's in foul trouble anyway. <laughs> well, not lately, very fortunately, but. Well, I think, and like I said, I think Marvin's finally learned that he can't pull him out just for having two fouls. Mick. Did I, oh, wow. Yep. Uh, Mick has finally found out that he can't do that, man. He just can't do that. So, I don't know. I mean, it's been nice to see the improvement. 
Um, we do have Memphis, which they've been talking so much Memphis. smack. Oh my goodness! They talk a lot of smack for a team that's thirteen and nine. Um, but you can see them tomorrow night, seven p.m. Uh, that's February seventh. If you're not listening to us live or um, on the day that we're recording um, on ESPN two, um, and then on Saturday, February tenth. We are matching up against number 12 in the nation, Houston. I don't like Houston. Uh, they're 21-1. and one. Uh, That's going to be at 4 p.m. on ESPN. Matchup of, I would assume, matchup of the uh, the afternoon there. Um, that's a huge game. The Houston game or the Memphis game? I, I think like the Memphis game is huge because I just want to embarrass Penny Hardaway. I don't care about embarrassing them as long as you come away with the W. You can't drop a stinker to a thirteen and nine Memphis team, even though you're at Memphis. Um, with that said, you also can't worry about that being a trap game before you get to Houston. Well, that's—I mean—that's true too. But it's just he's full of himself, and I don't want to. I mean, you, you Penny heard, didn't even want the job. Well, that's there's that. But did you hear what he said about being better than? All the other coaches out there. What are you supposed to say? You don't say something well, like that. It's your first you know, year coaching. You know, I'm actually the the fifth best coach in the conference. Here, nobody's here. saying that. I'm not here to ruff, I'm not here to ruffle any feathers. I'm just you know here to win. I want to win. We want to win. I definitely feel like there's there's a target on my back. There's a lot of people that don't want me to succeed because it's going to look like an NBA guy came back with no experience and won. So, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm getting used to this as a coach because it's, it's a little jealousy from a lot of these coaches around the, around the country, and I do understand that because we're NBA players trying to come back, and we didn't have any experiences as college coaches, so we didn't quote-unquote pay our dues. So the coaches and their so-called boys that are in the media, they're going to always throw jabs at us. I do. I, I, I don't like it. He's not wrong on any count. And if he was your coach, you'd appreciate him saying those things. No, I wouldn't. What did he say that was wrong? I, I just I at no like point did he attitude. say he was better than everybody else. I feel like he did. All like right. I feel like he went around a roundabout way of saying it. That's that's fake news, but it's not, no. oh. <laughs> you, you told me I couldn't do fake news, jerk. <laughs> so no, I mean basically, all he's saying is he he wants to be given the opportunity to be a, a like respected as a coach. That's the way I heard it. Which I is guess, fair, but well, because he doesn't. A he doesn't want to be just. Oh, he's, you know, front looked down upon, but just because he played in the NBA has never coached anybody before. Now he's a head coach without coming up through assistant coaches. Like, I mean, you just had the Georgetown game on. Um, Patrick Ewing, he had to be an assistant for several NBA teams, if I'm not mistaken, before he, he was, actually yeah. got a head coach position. That's true, he was. Um, so, you know, I mean, some of these guys go through the ranks. He's taken over right away as a head coach after I believe he was – coaching high school teams. Yeah, um, no, uh, there was a 30 for 30 on it, I think. Yeah, he, he yeah. didn't want to be Memphis's coach, but they're like, you're here coaching high school. Why can't you be our coach? Which, you know, that's whatever. I th- Listen, I think the guy's doing a respectable job, but 13 and 9, you can't really talk smack at 13 and 9. Right. Um, yeah, if you think you're going to come in and beat the Bearcats at 13 and 9, then you're, you're wrong. That's okay. <laughs> so, anyway... Um, more importantly, we have to come out with the W against Houston. Um, oh, we it, have to. Yeah. It's, it's not necessarily in a must win situation quite yet. Mm. 
Um, but you've dropped Start every close to it. You've dropped every game to a ranked team. Right now, you're sitting <laughs> at 25 in the AP, as we already discussed. 23 in the coaches poll. You beat number 12, who's only lost once this season. That helps your resume. That's what I'm scared when, of. When you have a loss to ECU on your resume, you can't lose to. I mean, you, you can't continue to lose to every ranked team you face. Period. Exactly. Exactly. And we. I'm, I don't know. We're. We're better than I thought we were going to be, but it, 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 it still we're not. I still feel like we're closing out games. Uh, I don't know. I mean, our offensive, what we're doing offensively after that Ohio State game. Well, that's true too. I I would not have believed that we would be where we are at. No, 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 no. I don't think any of us did. I think I think I called it like we we're going to be the NIT or something. After losing Jacob Evans, after losing Kyle Washington, after losing Gary Clark, I didn't think that we were going to be the offensive offensive team that we are this year. Period. With that said, though, um, Samari Curtis, our single-handedly defeated the other team. He scored 52, 52? 52 points for Xenia, setting a school record. Um, he is going to be a Bearcat next year, by all indications. Um, I'm excited about this kid. Oh, he is exciting. But let's, again, remember every kid who comes into college was the star player on their high school team. Putting up 50? Talking about McDonald's All-American? I know. Who was the last McDonald's All-American we had? That's a great question. Um, Probably nobody in the Mick Cronin era. Lance? Uh, Lance. Lance. Probably Lance. Lance? Yeah. Was he Mick Cronin or was he Huggy? No, he was Mick Cronin. Hmm. How about that? Um, in other news, though, for your Bearcats, Kyle Washington was picked up this week by the uh, G League Sioux Falls Sky Force. So he's getting his shot at an NBA affiliate anyway. Jaron Cumberland was actually in 2016 named McDonald's, McDonald's All-American. American. How about that? That's look at you, Johnny, on the spot. Learn something new every day, don't we, guys? Didn't know you had it in you. It's you just you gotta learn stuff, guys. You gotta you gotta learn. He did double dip on the ice cream cone. That's what you gotta do. I really thought we were gonna make it through without one of those. You um, love that one. I hate that one. You love that one. Oh, that was a good one. I'll um, close it. Moving on to signing day today for UC football. Uh, the biggest signing of the day was an offensive lineman, three-star, Jonathan Allen from Dayton. Uh, he's 6'6", 310. He was also offered by, and this is a long list here, Ed, Ohio State, Indiana, Wisconsin, Michigan State, Michigan, Penn State, Iowa, Georgia Tech, Louisville, West Virginia, Kentucky, and most of the MAC. He was one of the top 35 players in Ohio this year. Twice he was all Southwest District. Um, I got to think that a big reason that he's here is um, one of our running backs, Tavion Thomas. Um, they were former teammates. That's, a, that's why a lot of people are, are on the Bearcats football team once. Um, yeah, the. Uh, Took over. Well, the lineman that came yeah. down from Michigan yeah. um, was also a uh, former teammate with one of our other running backs. Yep. Um, and both of those names evade me right now. So, but. I mean, 
Word of mouth recruiting does not hurt at all. Some other uh, other names that are worth note from everything that I'm reading. Um, Eric Phillips, uh, who's a defensive end, tight end from Colerain. J.J. Davis, who's a running back from Colerain. Ryan Mullaney, who's a defensive end from Moeller. Brody Engel from LaSalle. Jackson Bruccianelli from Illinois. Uh, his dad actually played at UC from 88 to 89. Um, Bryant Johnson III, who's a wide receiver from Vandalia Butler, who stands at 6'6". Um, and I think everybody who is familiar with the program knows that we're going to be definitely looking for some wide receivers here this year. Um, the downside about everything going on with UC's recruiting class, as much as we talk positively about everything going on, is it ranks fourth in the AAC currently, whereas last year we finished number one in the AAC, and it currently ranks 75th nationally, which, I mean, that's just a kick in the stones. I'm not worried about it. All right. Uh, we not. Did, we got Luke Fickle. We do have in, <laughs> in Fickle We Trust. In Fickle We Trust. So with that all said, um, let's talk some FCC. apologize was that too loud no oh, i love it did they hear that over at the <laughs> over at the music hall did they hear that over there i apologize we got more to do. i hope they didn't hear that i hope i didn't bother some sort of symphony or something like that so if you missed it this week there was some stadium drama um uh, music hall says that crowd noise is going to interrupt performances and or practices get out of here how is this just now becoming an issue? I feel like <laughs> the city wants more money. So, and I was going to say, so the next point I have on the stadium, and we'll get back to music hall here in just a moment, but the city actually sold a police parking lot that's adjacent to the stadium right. for what's going to end up being basically worth $8 million to taxpayers due to all the incentives, um, which finally ends the discussions on the price of that plot of land. I believe on paper it's being sold for a dollar, um, but then just the way that everything else is going down, like I said, it's going to be worth what's being reported at $8 million to taxpayers. So going back to Music Hall, I feel like everybody right now sees that FCC is just spitting money where they have to to get things in line for the stadium, and I wonder if Music Hall is just trying to take a piece. Oh, I, well, I, I don't know if it's Music Hall trying to take a piece, but I think it's like it could be music hall to be honest with you i don't who owns music hall is it owned by the city or is it i don't separate? know the answer to that question because we have to pay taxes on it to if the you're renovation? looking if you're looking for a way to quickly improve you know not not the acoustics necessarily but if you're looking for ways to get some quick improvements for soundproofing and what have you in a very old building oh hey you're building this very loud building right by our building 
And I think that it's only like I think somebody actually looked into the dates and times of the games versus performances and right. what have you. And it's literally like three. Didn't um oh uh, what's his name? Um Jeff Bearding, didn't he say he wanted to hear what the sound study was of the uh how loud the streetcars were going past Music hall. I saw somebody on Twitter was saying, well, we'll make sure that there's no police sirens. We'll make sure that there's no kids playing in the park. Yeah, right. We'll make sure that nobody can actually honk horns in front of. And we'll actually probably should just shut down the street in front of Music Hall if there's anything going on whatsoever. Oh, it's... It, you just get the crowd and the cheering and all of a sudden you just can't hear anything else. I mean, again, how has this not been... It, how was it not thought of? It's ridiculous. I don't know. Well, it, couple that with the fact that we have a red stadium and a Bengal stadium. Right next to U.S. Right, Bank Arena. Well, right next to each other, right? Well, that's true, too. Let's, let's start there. Yeah. And they're able to schedule accordingly to where no two things really happen at the same time due to parking conflicts. Because you can't have that many people downtown with all the parking that's available, right? Right. So they don't really ever have simultaneously a Bengals game and a Reds game happening. And so with that all being said, my point is, why can't you just figure it out scheduling-wise? Music Hall, it's probably a lot easier for you to figure out around FCC's schedule right. than it is for FCC to try and figure something out around your schedule. And if you have one or two things that are a must because they're annual events or something of that nature, let us know at FCC and have a day game as opposed to a night game. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like you can't have a Thursday night game as opposed to... I don't know what what days the The MLS MLS, plays, unfortunately, because we're all still new to it. But from everything that I'm seeing, at least in the preseason... Thursday, Sundays, Tuesday, like there isn't necessarily a set day. So you move a day. Exactly. It's not tough. It's not gonna it's not this shouldn't even be a discussion. It's not rocket science. And if you're practicing and it's a problem, that's on you. Exactly. Soundproof your building better. That's not on FCC. They bought a piece of land. If I move into an apartment next to somebody else who practices guitar in the between the hours <laughs> of you know, not quiet hours, right. like in between the hours of, let's say, for my sleeping in purposes, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. You. Let's say they're practicing guitar in between 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. I can't say a thing because he's being respectful. But if sure. I work third shift, that's on me, not on him. That's right. I mean, and there's plenty of other places they can practice. They don't have to practice. Well, I guess it, no, they don't. They don't have to practice at music hall. There's plenty of other places to practice. Are we talking about practice? We're talking about practice. 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 practice? So anyway, right here talking about practice. Uh, preseason games have started. The first game was Saturday, on February second. They played Colorado Rapids. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. (laughs) Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. It should have been a little quicker. Sorry. Or I should have filibustered better. We're we're working on things. I keep forgetting I have these buttons now. Um, But, yeah, we we played the Colorado Colorado Rapids. Guess what? We won. Uh, We did win one to nothing. 
it's nice to see us transitioning from being this minor league soccer team to a major league soccer team. Here we are, winning games, even if it's preseason. I'll take it. Um, Our next game is actually tomorrow on February 7th at 7 p.m. Right against the Bearcats. I'm going to watch the Bearcats. I'm sorry. Um, I don't even know if it's televised, to be quite honest with you. If it is, it's on a soccer channel. probably on ESPN+. I don't know what those soccer channels are. Um, But we play DC United, and then on Tuesday the 12th, we actually play back from, uh, from, from... the minor leagues, the USL, uh, Indy 11. Got another yeah. another game against them. All these teams with numbers. Uh, I can't handle it. They're the only team I mentioned with numbers. Well, I mean, USL had the Red Bulls 2 and all that kind of stuff. That's because so. they're like a sequel team. Okay. It's fine. Just a reminder, the season starts on March 2nd. We play the Seattle Sounders at 10 p.m., um, big news of the day, though. All of our unsigned draft picks were officially signed. Oh, that's good. Yep. I think there were five of them that we had to sign today, and it was announced. Uh, it was either today or yesterday. I thought it was today. Um, but, yeah, they were all signed. They had, like, a press release. It's the best news of the day. It was. Let's talk about the Reds. Everything's going to be fine, guys. Everything's going to be fine. Well, that's not how I edited it, but that's fine. That's fine. So, I'm going to ask you to play it one more time after I say this. Yasiel Puig made his first visit to the Queen City. Everything's going to be fine, guys. Everything's going to be fine. so Puig is a nut, man. So for those of you who don't follow him on Twitter, on Instagram, Instagram. whatever, you should. Because, because it's hilarious. It's, it's gold. gold. It's gold. Um... He came on the coldest day of the year here in Cincinnati. Polar vortex. Mind you, he's from Cuba, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he currently resides in L.A., came into town to close on a house on the coldest day of the year, made a visit to uh, the baseball... Operations office? No, I mean, he definitely did that and called... Uh, <laughs> He made some calls and ticket holders, um, trying to get Jeff them to Ruby. resign. Yep, called Jeff Ruby. This um, is Rasiel Puig. I'm a new player on your baseball team. <laughs> I want to come eat some steak. I want to come eat some steak. Can you buy tickets? Yes, he said all of those things. Um, but no, he went and visited the uh, the kids, the little little kids training facility over in. Uh, oh, the I know what you're talking about. I okay. can't remember the name of that. Um, and I didn't even have it's it in my the, notes. Uh, Res Community Fun League, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, so we went and visited them while he was here in town, uh, just literally embracing the city already. I love this guy. He's hilarious. I want us to lock him up before we even get to the like the off season next year. I literally can't get enough of this dude. His tongue, like you heard him with his. Fire, la, 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 la. 
Um, he, was, he literally had tongue wags already. He was on Snapchat, and it read like negative sixteen. Negative sixteen on Snapchat. Yep. He's like, "This is not even right. This is it's like negative one, but it's not that cold. It's gonna be okay, guys." I love this dude. It, my my impression's pretty good too. I think terrible. Um, and then he said that if you don't come to the game on March twenty eighth, you're not his friend. We're we're not his friends yet, literally on any social media. We follow him. He knows him. Um, I think we are on Twitter. Oh, sorry. We can't all be Madelaer. We need to get a check. Maybe that would help. So I can't. Um, I'm not taking anymore. So yeah, there's. I don't know. There's just all the additions. I'm excited. They seem excited to be here. Other than maybe Matt Kemp, I haven't seen him say anything publicly about being excited to be here yet. Um, and I maybe that's because. He's nervous, as the rumors are, that he may not even be here come opening day. We'll see how that all goes. Um, we have to see what goes on with this DH stuff that we'll, I think we're going to get to a little bit later here. Um, as it was one of the questions that was posed, so we'll get there to yeah, I got you. Punctuation pardons. Um, punctuation pardons. Yeah, we're gonna. I I thought maybe we'd throw in any questions that we have for punctuation pardons. Oh, okay, that sounds good. Bring back that segment. Yeah. Um, four Reds prospects are listed in the top 100 by Baseball America, MLB.com, Baseball Prospectus, and ESPN. A fifth prospect actually made Baseball America and ESPN. So, without further ado, Nick Senzel, third baseman, is number 10 by Baseball America, number 6 by MLB.com, number 9 by Baseball Prospectus, number 6 by ESPN. Taylor Trammell, our center fielder, um, he was number 33 by Baseball America, number 17 by MLB.com, number 11 by Baseball Prospectus, number 12 by ESPN. Jonathan India, first-round pick last year, third baseman as well, uh, number 51 by Baseball America, number 51 by MLB.com, number 35 by Baseball Prospectus, number 76 by ESPN. Hunter Green, right-handed pitcher, uh, five-tool player, as he was described when we drafted him. Uh, number 57 by Baseball recovering America. Recovering from Tommy John. He is recovering from Tommy John. That is 1,000% accurate. Uh, number 57 by Baseball America. Number 22 by MLB.com. Number 75 by Baseball Prospectus. And number 16 by ESPN. It's a huge gap between those two. Um, and then Tony Santian. Santillan. I'm going to go Santian. Santian? Uh, there's a double L, so I'm going Spanish on it. Um, right-handed pitcher uh, was ranked number 69 by Baseball America and number 83 by ESPN. So, some things to be excited about as far as our farm goes. Obviously, some pieces to trade if we're looking to add, I don't know, a JT Royal Muto, as we've been rumored for the last two weeks. Um so we'll see how that shakes out. If I can't imagine the Marlins go into opening day with JT at this point, as there's four teams vying for him. Um, but we'll see how that shakes out. Um, the good news here, pitchers and catchers report on February 13th. They'll be in Arizona by themselves, hanging out February 13th to February 18th before the rest of the team gets there. And all the gear is already on its way to Arizona. I love how we make a huge deal out of the truck pulling out of the stadium every year. Well, because it's like, hey, 
baseball is coming. That reminded me of that commercial during the Super Bowl. Which one? You didn't hear that one? Uh, we'll do it during partner punctuation. All right. Or, um, you know. Yeah. I'll find it. Rounding third? Yeah, that's the one. All right. Cool. So that's all I got on the Reds. Um, some questions that we had this week. From the... On the Facebook page? Uh, and Twitter, also. And your Twitter, brother yes. on Your brother on Twitter. No. Or on, on Facebook, rather. I'm sorry. I have three on Facebook. We got three? Yeah. All right. I didn't get any notifications for any of those. So, Jared Stoll? Jay Stoll. Why does baseball season have to be obnoxiously long? God, he hates baseball so much. 162 games, don't get me wrong. It is a long, long, long season. And I think that... Personally, I think that if they want to get the attention of the generations that are younger than us that are coming up here in the next 10 years or so, they're going to have to shorten the season. They're going to have to do some drastic changes to baseball that any of the traditionalists are going to freak out about. One of the things that I was talking to one of my best friends today about on the phone is they should get rid of the current extra inning rules. I think this would improve. This isn't my idea. I've heard it, so this is me passing along someone else's idea. I wish I could give credit for the idea, but I don't know whose idea it was. I read it or heard it somewhere. (laughs) It's not mine, so I'm not taking credit for any of that. With that said, in the extra innings, just get rid of all the rules as far as what lineup you throw out there. Okay. Throw out whatever batters you want in whatever order you want. Okay. So anything after nine... You can uh, hit. Why not? I don't know. I just feel like that's the traditionalist in you. I know. But why do you want a 15 inning game? End it. I don't want end a it in the tenth. There's no reason to go any further because you're basically butchering your bullpen for the rest of the week because you're putting people out there longer than they should be out there, and so then they can't pitch tomorrow. And if it goes even further, say you go past 15 to you know 18 inning game there's probably a starter out there so now you're having to worry about calling somebody up just to make up for the guy the starter that was in there messing up your whole rotation should never plus i'm not trying to give you as a paying customer five hours of my time that's insane that's fair i guess yeah i don't know figure it out early i think we have to figure out nfl overtime rules before we figure out extra innings well I'm just answering a question about baseball. I know. I got you, brother. So, what else we got on Facebook? We got Kyle Patrick. How many wins do the Bengals have next season? And how many before we call for Zach Tillier to be fired? I can't answer the first game because, or the first question, because we don't have a lot of variables filled in yet. We don't have our coaching staff yet. We only have roughly about half of it. We don't have the free agents, potential free agents signed yet. We don't have the draft picks. We don't know. There's a lot of variables there to answer the first part of that question. Well, yeah, that's true. Go ahead. Second part of that question, the Bengals have only had 10 coaches in 50 years, and Marvin was here for 16 of those. We're not firing this dude after one year. No. There's no way. No. There's no way. That's just not how... Uh you got to give Mike him a Brown chance Wolves. to put the people, the pieces that he wants around him, A, and the people, like the, the 
both the players and the staff around him. The, one year is not enough. It doesn't work that way. No. Especially with the Brown family. <laughs> and then it looks like Greg says, do the Lakers land AD before 3 p.m. tomorrow? What do you think? Can't listen live tonight. The challenge premieres at 9. I hope Johnny like Banana. M- MTV challenge. I hope Johnny Bananas. Is that still a thing? Uh, apparently, man. I don't. Those guys are so much older than us. Is CT's belly button still pierced? Is CT still a freaking beast? Probably. I can't and Johnny Bananas doesn't have a job. Anyways, we're getting on a different route. Um, <laughs> no, the Lakers. Do, well, so, if New Orleans was smart, yes. They offered them. Six players and two six picks. Six players and two first-round picks. Yep. And they're like, uh, we and want more. Those six players were outside of Rondo and Beasley it was Lonzo and Lance. Ball, but you did get You got Lonzo Ball, you got Kuzma, and you got um, one more. Brandon Ingram. Yeah. So I call that a big you, fail. And two first rounds? You don't ask for four first rounds at that point. You take that deal. You're right. And I don't want this deal to happen because I personally don't like the idea of LeBron getting his way out in L.A. the same way that he's gotten his way everywhere because I hate LeBron in L.A. I don't like him out there. I want him back in the East. He should have never left Cleveland because I can't even watch him because I'm not even trying to stay up just regularly from 10 to 1 to watch the Lakers play. So I guess you didn't stay up last night and watch him sit on the bench away from the rest of the players? I haven't watched a single Lakers game. Is this what I think it is? This entire season. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. So tired of hearing. (laughs) Um, With that said, though, (laughs) I think that the Lakers and the Celtics – I'm sorry, not the Lakers. The Pelicans and the Celtics talking today about uh, Jason Tatum being a player that could be involved in a trade come June and just basically discussing that the Celtics could be players come June in this trade and that no player player was off limits. Um, That I think that was their way of saying, hey, L.A., we could potentially talk to somebody else. And that was their way of saying, make a deal now and – because L.A. came out earlier this week about saying that they were bidding against themselves and what have you. Well, L.A. just wanted them to make an offer. Well, I I don't know that they weren't necessarily making an offer. I don't. I just don't know that they were counter-offering anything outside of the additional two picks. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see. My gut tells me that he's going to be traded before the season tips off next year. I just don't know if this is going to happen in the next 24 hours. No, it's, gonna, it's not going to be the next 24 hours. I lost the question on Twitter. Do you do you I have, have it? it? Yeah. Um, you have to do one below. Which do you choose? And this comes from Joe Mayer. Um, a, get rid of kickoffs in the NFL. B, universal DH in the MLB. Which, if you don't know, that's one of the rule changes being discussed in baseball right now at the yeah. owners' meetings is a universal DH. And also that if you're a relief pitcher you have to come in for at least three batters also i'm okay with it um and c uc is never allowed into a power five conference um let's go with a um i'm gonna immediately just laugh off c and pretend that wasn't even an option because no way i'm ever picking that yeah never never Um, yeah I, i i go with a um universal dh and mlb i don't mind that but i don't i don't like that the owners are discussing rule changes for the upcoming season this close to the upcoming season. Right. 
Like you're building your roster based upon the current rules. So now you're going to change the rules that don't mind you. It's only going to affect 14 teams in the league. Right. But we're going to go ahead and do that. No, it's 14 no. or 16 in the uh, national league. Maybe teams made 16. So it's, it's affecting more than more than half. Six. How many? I think there's 16. Yes, I know there, there's 16. But oh, is it 15-15 awesome. or is it 16-14 or is it 14-16? Hmm. Anyway, um, you look into that while I continue to rant. Um. So, yeah, they're, they're trying to change the DH rule right now, which is just ridiculous. I can't understand why they're going to change it roughly about two months before you start the season. Um, which is going to affect, like I said, roughly about 50% of your league and not going to affect the other 50%. You build your rosters based upon what the current rules are. So I understand that Bryce Harper's not signed yet. Manny Machado's not signed yet. Everybody's waiting for these dominoes to fall. But, yeah, you can't – I don't know. I don't think you can change these rules this close to the season and have it be fair for everybody. 15-15. Okay. So they did, and maybe that was when Houston moved over to the other side. But um, to the other side, yeah, they went to the, um, the American League. They went off to the others. Sorry, they used to be over here. Um, so yeah, easy, easy choice for me. How many times do people even kick off in the NFL and somebody actually returns it? Not very often anymore. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. that's an easy give up. But thanks for the question. Appreciate it. Time for our own questions. Let's round third. Oh, no. What? I forgot to pull up that sound effect. Which one? The Oh, we don't have a rounding third sound effect. Sure don't. Sorry. I was thinking the other one. So, Eb, MLB The Show released its gameplay trailer this week. And there were glimpses of Yasiel Puig in Red's gear. And you also got to see Rob Dibble pitch. Are you going to get it when it drops this month? No, I'm sorry. Next month. March. It's a possibility that I'm going to get it when it drops. Have you ever had an MLB The Show? I have. Yes, I have. Okay. I have. I just... I Baseball video games, I get bored. This one is going to be good because the Reds are going to be so good. Because we have Yasiel Puig. Um, more than that, actually. Why else? Because we actually have pitching. Well, there's that. And our offense is going to be really good. And we're gonna go wire to wire, but in the video wire games, to wire, wire, Ed. wire, wire I'm, to wire. All right, I there's a very strong possibility I might purchase it. Yes, I like your style. Thank you. Uh, how about that halftime show? <laughs> so, <laughs> before we started recording, I was just flipping through Facebook, and I saw a Facebook post of. All of these photo submissions of large men, most of them with beards, with with the states written on their bellies, with <laughs> shirtless, with the state that they reside in on their bellies. Hilarious. I saw um, that too. I found it strange that Adam came out, Adam Levine came out with a trench coat on. I found it strange that he continued to peel off articles of clothing. I think there was somebody literally in his ear saying, hey, man, this is going south. People are turning it off. This is not good. You got to do something. He's like, I'll take off my shirt. So apparently that's his thing. I would do it. He 
always takes off his shirt. That's like his thing. Is he like Burt Kreischer? I don't know who that I'm is. Ma- you know who Burt oh, Kreischer is? Oh, the comedian dude. I'm the machine! So, yeah. I don't think it's anything like that. But apparently that's his thing. He just always takes off his shirt before the end of his show. Um, I didn't know he was so ripped. I don't know that he... My thought when he took off his shirt was not that. It was... What was your thought? How much did your laser hair removal cost? He could have shaved. He... No. No way that dude shaves. What are you talking about? I'm telling you, I think that dude paid to have laser hair removal. He's not shaving his... You wouldn't do it? ...entire body every day. With all that, with all that ink anyway... You never got waxed? I'm saying, it's not like he doesn't have the money to do it. I'm just saying. If you never got waxed, it's, it's nope. not bad. I'm good on that. Um, Hurts a little bit. I liked seeing Big Boy, but it was weird. For the two seconds that he was there? Well, no. He. I feel like he was out there longer than even uh, um, Scott. Uh, Travis Scott. Travis Scott, thank you. Who Travis you Scott was hear. out there for like... Two seconds and he was gone and just crowd surfed away. We'll see you later, Travis Scott. Um, you couldn't hear half of his rap because it was. Big Boy had maybe the out. highlight of the show coming out in the Cadillac with the fur on. But where was where was Andre 3000? You can't come they out. They haven't with, been together in a while. I understand, but you can't come out and do the halftime show. That's the perfect time for just. Whatever's going on between two of them, just come back together. You're just in Atlanta. Squash it. Yeah, just, just for one show. Squash it, guys. For one show, just get back together and just be outcast again. And then to have the ATLians shirts, like oh yeah, I did see or that. the the jackets. I'm sorry, not yeah, shirts. Yeah, but the ATLians. You can't do that kind of thing without Andre there. Like I was literally waiting for him with his permed hair to come swinging out of the rafters or something. <laughs> And have like a prince type, I don't know. Purple it just rain, it, <laughs> it hurt my heart to go from having the the halftime show at Atlanta with Big Boy and no Andre there. And then Adam tried to do Should've the Adam tried to do the Andre parts, and it just I don't I hated it. That was a long time of us answering this question. I'm sorry. I, the Super Bowl halftime shows are no good anymore. Did you catch any of the Dave Portnoy slash El Presidente from Barstool Super Bowl drama? I did. Uh, I did. I saw the video of him getting kicked out. They carried him out. They carried him out. Dead legs, Dave. <laughs> and then I saw him afterwards. Uh, how much did he win? He said a hundred thousand. No, he had one hundred and twenty-five on the game, and he won. I, I don't know how much he won, but yeah, he won. I, I saw that. I, I I don't know what his beef is with Roger Goodell, but I do. I'm I'm just started well, following he's, Barstool. He's a huge Patriots fan. Well, yeah, they all are. Well, he's from Boston, well, so it makes sense. Um, one bite. Deflate Gate and all of the oh okay all of that. Um, the first game after the whole Deflate Gate, Tom Brady suspension and all of that. Um, he had. Roger Goodell clown t-shirts made. Oh, yeah, that's right. And gave out like 40,000 Roger Goodell clown towels at the first Patriots home game after that whole thing. Um, So Roger Goodell actually banned him from being at Media Day. He was escorted out of Media Day, uh, claimed he forgot his media pass at the hotel. (laughs) Um, And then he was just sitting in in his chair at the Super Bowl during the halftime show. 
$5,000 seat, got dragged out, literally went completely limp body, and just, they literally dragged him out with his feet dangling, just hitting all the steps, just literally dead legs, Dave. Hilarious. Watch it if you haven't. Um, you can find it on all over Barstool because oh, they're the loving the publicity. It's hysterical. I love it. I mean, we need more of that kind of stuff in this world. Well, and everybody hates Commissioner Goodell anyway. So. Well, that is true. Oh, it's my turn. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. Have you have have you had the even more stuffed Oreos? Yes. Yeah, they're delicious. I and then I, then like, I went and stuffed put two on top of each other. I can only eat like four of them at a time. Oh no, dude! I had two last night while we were watching Fire Fraud, they're and I was like, so I'm done. sweet. I'm done. That's yeah. so much sugar. I just feel I, like caked in my I, in my teeth. I can't eat more than like four at a time. And I I'm, can't do I'm it. Way done. Although I did see a life hack. Okay. If you take a fork and like a double stuff, or obviously the mega stuff or whatever. Put the fork into the icing. Okay. Then dip it into your milk. And you don't have to A, get milk all over your fingers. Or B, like, have to fish your Oreo out. Because it's on the fork. on That's stuck in the icing. Okay. And then you just eat the Oreo right off the... Anyway. I'm not going to do that. I don't drink milk, so... I'm not going to do that. Me either. Just saw a life hack. Hopefully it helps one of you out there listening. I hope it. I hope it does. You're welcome. I hope it does. Well, I did have a question here, but we kind of covered it. Um, what do we? Cover? So, if there's anything more, what what are your thoughts on the LeBron James Anthony Davis drama? I already said it. I. I guess more importantly, like we talked about, if he's going to be or not, what do you think about LeBron basically running the Lakers and everything that he's doing out there? LeBron's gonna trade you. I heard that. Oh and my that's goodness! That's hysterical. That the Indiana Pacers fans. We're chanting that at what Brandon Ingram while he was shooting free throws. Yeah, I, think. I think that's who it was. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm so over it. I'm so tired of LeBron coming in and ruining teams. It's well, I guess he didn't. Well, he did. He ruined. He not ruined the, Miami. Not, not the Cavs. Bullshit. He ruined Miami. As soon as he left, the Miami wasn't relevant anymore. Yeah, but he didn't ruin them. He ruined them. He got them two ships, and they should have beat Dallas if he. No. I hate you. Okay. Um, he should have beaten Dallas if he would have actually backed down J.J. Barea. <laughs> Literally. You back down J.J. Barea if you're LeBron James. You don't pass that. I don't know. I, I'm I'm just done with it. I, I'm. And I'm, Miami would have been better if Chris Bosh wouldn't have had health issues. Okay. Well, I guess. You, well, I heard they're gonna retire Chris Bosh's. Uh, they're gonna retire his number next year. That's his jersey. That's the wrong thing to do. What do you mean? The Heat he retired that good either. The Heat retired Michael Jordan's number. He. Oh, that's a good point. Out okay, of respect, they retire anybody's number. Yeah. Udonis Haslam is gonna get his number retired next year along with Dwayne How? Wade. Because he's been there his whole career and they love him. Just, they'll retire anybody's number down in Miami. I don't know why you're surprised <laughs> that they're going to retire Chris Bosch's number. Also, he's going to become a member of the um, upper office with uh, with Miami. What? He's going to be in like the same type of role that Alonzo Mornings with them. Okay. This is why I have a hard time getting into the NBA. You shouldn't. I do. You just are slow on the pickup. Okay, whatever. It's fine. It is what it is, I guess. Go ahead. 
by speaking of which, by the speaking of which, by the uh, before we get off a of Super Bowl, here's that commercial that I was talking about, the Whisper. You, you didn't hear this? It was for uh, Michelob Michelob Ultra Light. I think here it is. Together. This place so pure, you can feel it. This beer. So pure, you can taste it. Michelob Ultra Pure Gold. Where do you see my eye? Beer. Where do you see organic my form? Coming into the... I, I've... That, it was the weirdest... In the whole time I'm watching the commercial, I'm going, I wonder what kind of mics they're using. I just think of the Yin Yang twins. Who? Oh. What? Wait, how whisper, does that... whisper song? Oh, let me whisper in your ear. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Wait, do you see hey, my mom, I... whisper in your ear? I don't want to say what a different Did you put an effect on your voice? The whisper. That's good. The beer. Wait, do you see my I... Wait, do you see? Anyway. All right. Beer taste. So, did you have a question or was that your this question? Beer was that your whole question? Uh, no. Uh, my question was... <laughs> what was your favorite commercial from the Super Bowl? That's not what my favorite... That's not... No, that wasn't my question. Uh, have you seen any good movies lately? Have you seen any good movies? Lately? Uh, I haven't been watching many movies lately. No? No, the good movies are coming out here soon. Like what? Uh, Captain Marvel and Avengers Ed- Endgame. I have not heard of this. Okay, watch? so I don't get into those. Though. Say, That's the you, thing. Uh, yeah, sorry. If you don't get into the Avengers movies, then you're not going to be excited about those. Yeah, they're I don't both, get into that kind of stuff. They're both coming out in April and May, um, and they're sequential in the whole series. I also recently started reading the Avengers comics. So, you read comics now? Whoa! Sorry, I just found some. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I was trying to find this where I could talk over the left ear, so then I could talk over here in the right ear, and then we could do all kinds of cool stuff like this. You're out of control tonight. Um, That's all I got. Yeah, start reading, start reading comics. You ruined your whole mic setup. I think it's stuck. Yep, well, congratulations. Now you sound like <laughs> Iron Man. Hold on, I fixed it. No, you didn't. Hold on. Nope. Hello? Mm-mm. Hello? Congratulations. What in the world just happened? You jacked up everything. Quit messing around. Oh, my goodness. Hold this isn't going to be great for... Uh, this isn't... Here, oh, no, no. <laughs> you sound so how emotional. We, how do we fix this? You don't. Now we're live, and we, you did this. You did this to yourself. This? How do we fix this? Nope. Not getting any better. You sound okay. like you're in a bubble. Now? Nope. Now? Better. Better? Uh, to- better? Tolerable. Better? You ruined everything. Better? Better? What do you think about Blink-182 bailing on Bunbury again this year? It's Fire Festival all over again. I don't like this. What did I do? You ruined the podcast. Congratulations. I don't know how this happened. So <laughs> you go ahead and talk. I'm going to fix this thing. So basically, my hypothesis on Blink-182 bailing is... Now I don't have a mic. Hello? Hold on. Hey, you're killing me. Okay. It's better now. Um, so my hypothesis on Blink-182 bailing entirely is the fact that Travis Barker 
I think is still scared to fly after his run-in with death in a crashed plane, if you remember all that. Oh, yeah, I remember so that. So he was only going to be coming out here for one day, and, uh, yeah, they are, yeah, they bailed uh, for the second year in a row. I hope that Bunbury doesn't book him again. Bunbury's entire lineup this year, to me, and this is my humble opinion, kind of garbage. So. I don't think I can fix this. Yeah, just we're we're finishing. We're almost at the end here. Okay, gotcha. Um, your ne- oh yeah, you already asked me that question, right? I just wanted to know your take, but we're just gonna move on. Well, then I only have one question left for you because my last one was about Bunbury. Uh, what was it? What was it? What are your thoughts on Bunbury? Well, I gave him, so we're good. Uh, would you bring back Mac Latos? No, hell no. Him and his lingerie. Apparently pictures. there's a huge movement on the internet to bring him back. Get out of here. We I have we have too. five pitchers right now in our starting rotation better than him, and I don't want him on this team. I don't think he's a good human being. I'm good on that. What okay, are you I'm done. doing? Good I'm just Lord. trying to fix things. I'm sorry. You've wrecked everything. Ed, are we getting too old to go out downtown? Yes. <laughs> So I'll go ahead and answer this question for you because your voice is terrible right now on everything. Um, So for those of you who don't know, Ed and I went down to Tin Roof, which is the probably the the most overcrowded bar in all of Cincinnati at any given moment in the hours of 10 to 2 a.m. 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. on a Friday or Saturday downtown. With that said, people elbow you people are just in the way people don't care they don't say please they don't say excuse me they don't say please um (laughs) this is is ridiculous you did this to yourself i didn't mean to i accidentally right clicked on this button so i know how to fix it though essentially it's literally a cluster f for anyone who is not hammered and not under 25. It's horrible. It's terrible. It had to, we had to get out of there, so we went across the street to the taco joint. Highly recommend it. Uh, what, Consado? We got some was? tacos. They were delicious. Tacos, nachos, margaritas, everything over there was um, perfecto. Perfecto. That's the Spanish word for perfect, Ed. That's what that is. Yep. Just want to make sure you know. All right. So, moving on. Bum of the week! You're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum! You are a bum! You're a bum! And that's all you'll ever be! A bum! Well, that hurts, man. All right. Ed, who you got for bum of the week? My bum of the week is the girl at the bar who I stopped from getting beat up, and then she yelled at me for stopping her from getting beat up. What was the most frustrating part of that entire situation for you? I think the most frustrating part is everything happening right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hate you so much. I don't know what happened. <laughs> for those of you listening the first time, this is never how it actually goes. Ed, oh, found, a new, this part out. Ed found a new toy tonight, and he just decided to run with it. It was a complete accident. <laughs> and so now his voice is trapped in purgatory. <laughs> Please hold one second. Are we back? No! No, you're the worst. Um, so, my bum of the week is Jeremy Hill. For those of you who don't know, um, Jeremy Hill had a rough rough weekend while being a champion. He's a bum. So, 
I'm trying to pull it up on Twitter right now so I can read to you some of the excerpts from Jeremy Hill. Um, Jeremy Hill. So one of the things he did was he said, imagine life as a Bengals fan. And he did all the laugh, cry, laugh, cry, laugh, cry emojis. Okay. And then he went on to say, there's nothing in this world better than being a champ. Mind you, Jeremy Hill had four carries this season for 20-something yards for the champion sat on the bench. New England Patriots. He didn't sit on the bench. He got injured. He tore his ACL. He's still sitting on the bench. I mean, it's worse than being on the bench. You're injured. You literally cannot contribute. Maybe not worse, but in any case. Um, so Bengals Twitter tore him apart because of all of this. Um, Lance McAllister went on to say, yeah, imagine a guy watching a guy fumble in the final minutes in a playoff game. Stay classy. It Jer- wasn't just Lance. I think uh, Mo said the same Mo thing. Mo did, yep. And Jeremy said, I've been tormented, trolled, and disrespected for years from this fan base. The moment I say something, you guys go insane. I'm a human being, too. Wait, so you got feelings now, Jeremy Hill? You think we don't? When you fumbled the damn ball in the biggest game of the season? All you had to do after Vontez intercepted the ball was just hold on to the ball. That's all you had to do. That's it. And he fumbled the ball away, and we literally imploded against the Pittsburgh Steelers after two 15-yard penalties because Joey Porter was in our – I'm literally struggling not to drop F-bombs. Joey Porter's in our huddle. He was in the – yeah, he was all Literally in the huddle, and – Vontez freaks out. Pac-Man freaks out, which they're hotheads anyway. I don't expect either one of them to be on the Bengals team at this point next year. Obviously, Pac-Man's not there anymore. But um, And then Jeremy went on to say, imagine minding your own business and people sending hateful comments to you. I'm way past that, y'all. Keep bringing it back up. I finally said something back. Get over it. Um, Try to imagine holding on to the ball. And us winning that game, Jeremy Hill. Good God, man. You can't be mad that people are still upset about that when we had nothing to be upset about for how long. And then out of nowhere, you carry the ball four times the entire season, have literally nothing to do. The funniest thing that I saw was Maroon 5 was on the field longer than Jeremy Hill this year. (laughs) Accurate. Uh, My voice is back, by the way. It is. Congratulations. Um, but yeah, you can't you can't get upset about Bengals fans still upset about that when you come out and say, "Imagine being a Bengals fan." <laughs> I was part of six. Bullshit! You were part of six, man. Get out of here. You are. You. I'm not sure you're going to be on that team next year. I'm not sure you're going to be on a team next year. If you are, it's not going to be at the price that you think it's going to be at, and you might need to sell that Super Bowl ring. Just saying. I also tweeted him back and told him that I once won a flag football championship sitting on the bench. So we're both pretty big successes in our field. Be better, Ed. I thought it was pretty good. I thought about it while I was on the toilet the whole time. Be better. I thought it was great, dude. Don't. don't. That's our bum of the week. Um, yours was homegirl. Cool. What's in Ed's fridge? It is now time for everyone's favorite segment. What is in Ed's fridge? So we have a revisit this week. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, but this is a, a new re-released. Uh, it's a remix. It was just released again on Friday. Uh, new recipe, apparently, this year. So that's always good to have. But We have the Braxton's Graders Black Raspberry Chocolate Chip Milk Stout. And I told myself I was not going to buy this again this year. But then when I saw it at Kroger's, I went for it. I'm entirely too excited about this. Ooh. It's already better than year one. So while we're just having technical difficulties. No, we're fixed place, it. We're good. Did you open up the lines tonight? I did. They're open. All right. Um, cool. How's the new recipe, Ed? It's better. No, it's be- no there's more chocolate this year. Mm-hmm. There is that. Tastes more stouty. Um, right, I feel the raspberries on the back end. You didn't really taste raspberries at all last time. It was yeah. almost like a, ch- a yeah. chocolate, chocolate stout as opposed to a, a raspberry chocolate stout. Well done, Braxton. You know what we didn't go to? We should have. We didn't go to Beer Fest. We didn't. On Saturday night. Uh, friend we were down there. And she said she had a shellfish beer? An oyster beer? I feel like this beer went from a C plus to about a B minus B. This beer? Mm-hmm. I'd go with that. I want to be with one of those Buskins uh, black raspberry chocolate chip donuts that they're serving with these things. I've never had that in my entire life. But that sounds amazing. They just released them on Friday. So they're on mm. Friday. They're at all Buskins for the next two months. Well, how about that? Look at the fat guy knowing things. Cool. Well, unless you got anything else. Um, I don't think I have any. Well, I real quick, though. Um, God, this is... We, we talk about so much of this kind of stuff on our show, but um, shout out to the Claremont County Sheriff's Office. Um, there was a, fortunately a shooting, unfortunately a shooting on Saturday night, um, and an officer uh, unfortunately lost his life, and I got, uh, I have a friend who's on the SWAT team, so they're going through some things right now, and I think we're going to do some stuff at work and uh, try to help them out, but, you know, we got to just... just Put the guns away and stuff, guys. Be better, Cincinnati. Be better. Everything's going to be okay. Like Raphael Puig said, he said, Everything's going to be fine, guys. Everything's going to be fine. So, um, before we sign off, though, did want to mention a couple quick things. A, we're working on some things for you guys to get some incredible content out here for us um, in the next couple weeks, hopefully. Um, some teasers there, but I can't really release anything right now until it's booked solid. Um, B, don't forget to check us out on Facebook at Pardon the Punctuation, on Twitter at PTP Podcast Cincy, on Instagram, Pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Don't forget to call us, 513-818-2077. You can leave us your messages with questions comments feedback hot takes obviously after tonight you know that sometimes we gotta fill things and we can read your questions on the air sometimes um, ed breaks sometimes things ed's, ed, ed's like wreck it ralph um Check out our website, www.pardonthepunctuation.wix.com slash blog. You can email us any submissions that you want on that website, pardon the punctuation at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube page um, because we're posting a lot of our stuff there. Uh, live episodes, I think, go there. Um, they do, right? Uh, it's usually the next morning after the show releases. So you can check us out there, pardon the punctuation. 
And uh, outside of that, um, we are going to be drawing for the free t-shirt giveaway from City Beat um, with all your votes that we do very, very much appreciate. Oh, man. I, I, I think was, they changed the rules up. It was still nice feeling love. Yeah, it was good. It was good. So even if uh, none of your votes counted because you didn't vote for 19 other people or... If they all counted and City Beat just hates us and never put us in as a write-in, once we actually got enough votes, once you had the write-in total, I don't know re- 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 what really happened there. However... I think they changed things up this year, so... Uh, we definitely appreciate all of it. I felt the love. If we get honorably mentioned... That'd be cool. I'm going to change the name of everything. Um, to the honorably mentioned City Beats. Best of Cincinnati. So, pardon the punctuation. Maybe we need to discuss that. However, <laughs> for Ed, I got the passwords. I'm Aaron. Out. We out. <laughs>